name's Sandy Goldbeck Wood and I'm the editor of the Journal of Family Planning and Reproductive Healthcare at the Institute of Psychosexual Medicine's annual scientific meeting in Bristol. I've just been talking to Dr. Melanie Mann, who is a consultant in sexual and reproductive healthcare in Worcestershire. Um, Melanie, you've recently made a decision to come back to IPM training after having been away from it for a while. What is it that brought you back? I find that I see people with psychosexual problems very regularly within my work. I have an interest in vulval problems, menopause problems, as well as doing other general sexual and reproductive health, including genitourinary medicine. And I did the training, the basic training, two years of Institute of Psychosexual Medicine seminars approximately 20 years ago and although I enjoyed it, it was before the diploma examination was available, I wasn't totally convinced it was the right way forward for me and although I carried on talking to people about their sexual problems, I decided to come back and try again because I really wanted to take this work further as I really enjoy it. What's it been like uh, being back, being back in seminar groups? Just for just thinking of people who've not been to an IPM seminar, maybe you could just say briefly what it's like and how it is. The seminar group is totally different from anything that I've done before in other areas of medicine in that we all bring cases that we have seen and discuss them in a very open and descriptive way and the feelings that we feel in the room as a group quite often reflect the feelings that have gone on within the consultation and we sometimes find answers to some of the questions from the consultation within the group and it's really helpful to reflect and share those sorts of feelings that you might have within a consultation with colleagues it's interesting to hear you talking about feelings because it's a bit unusual, isn't it, in medical circles. Um, is that an important part of IPM work? Definitely. I think as doctors we're often trained not to show our feelings, but we are human beings and we often do have feelings within consultations and we need to think about where those feelings are coming from, whether they're coming from ourselves or whether they're coming from the patient or sometimes even the patient's partner's feelings may come into the room. That's really interesting. I'm just wondering what else um, you're paying attention to in IPM seminar groups um, apart from feelings um, that are extra, as it were, to what we're ordinarily looking for as doctors. I'm thinking of things like um, body language and so on. I sometimes uh, hear people uh, describing how people are dressed when they walk into the room. Why would that matter? Yes, I think one of the things that I really enjoy actually is when you're sitting in a group, the person who is bringing a case describes very clearly and quite graphically how the person came from the waiting room, what they were wearing, how they were dressed, whether they were looking down and it was difficult to make eye contact with them or whether they had bright red hair and were very flamboyant. And you really get a feeling for how that consultation felt.
It almost sounds like you are getting to know the person of the patient in the doctor's description, and that does sound a bit different from uh, a traditional medical case report. I'm curious um, to hear a bit about how this actually helps you in your sexual and reproductive health care practice. Why should a doctor working in SRH be interested in, in, in training in psychosexual medicine? Well, having come back to IPM training, I am really enthusiastic about it. I do actually feel that these skills would help every SRH doctor, even doing a simple or apparently simple, for example, intrauterine device fit, a woman may divulge problems that she's having with sex. And during that examination, it can really be enlightening to actually figure out what's going on for her. And sometimes you do need to bring the, the woman back or the patient back, but sometimes you don't. Sometimes just the listening and be able to share the issues with that person there and then either during a coil fitting or in a walk-in GUM clinic can really be useful and doesn't necessarily lead on to opening a huge can of worms, which I think is one of the things that people worry about with psychosexual work. So you feel that these are skills that you can use in a short space of time. Uh, this is not just something that uh, is about inviting people back for long conversations. Not necessarily, and some people do need more time, and sometimes just the process of inviting them back can help them feel better anyway. Um, but quite often, um, you actually do the important bit of work at the time when they present and they disclose it and you examine them and you can discuss it with them there and then and reflect back to them what's actually happening. And that can help them move on quite a lot. And even when you think you haven't done anything, very often people say, Thank you so much. I'm interested that you, when we spoke earlier, you highlighted ex the examination and the way in which IPM training teaches you to notice, for example, the patient's body language uh, during the examination and to reflect that back. You were saying that you feel that actually speeds up the process of getting to the bottom of a problem. Can you say any more about that? Yes, I think I've got quite a lot of examples where, for example, a nurse has asked me to examine a woman who's complaining of painful sex. And when I've examined her, actually, it's not painful at all. And at that point, I'm then able to say to her, now, isn't it interesting that this isn't hurting you at all? I wonder why you think that might be. And all sorts of different issues have come to light, such as the partner who had been abusing her child or beating her up or having affairs. And it's really highlighted that that's why the woman is struggling with painful sex. Melanie, thank you very much for speaking to me today. Um, I hope that'll be useful to other SRH doctors and trainees.